Okay. All right. All right. So today is a special podcast. Um, we've had a week gap. We apologize. Um, we're not going to bow down to anyone and apologize. We're just going to, you know, just That's honestly right. be, I'm sorry. Uh, but today is a special podcast. We've been waiting for this for a while. Our good buddy Curry is in the house. Say say hi, Curry. Hello. And uh, we're excited about this because he is, this is a man who's mentored both of us, discipled, mentored. He's been a big influence in our lives. And I'm going to call this on the fly. Uh-oh. Yeah. This, this may not be the smartest thing I've done in the last five minutes. Oh. but We'll fix it in post. That's right. <laughs> I dare say that even though Curry will probably never be known in any kind of national format, he's the reason that men ought to, re- or not he's the reason, he's an example of men who have remained faithful to the gospel so that other men can grow up and do what is necessary. And 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 what I mean by that is, uh, somebody had to give the gospel to Billy Graham, mm-hmm. right? Somebody, and not this is going to say. I, I hope it doesn't sound not that we, you know, with our hundred listeners, we're not those men that I'm talking about. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> That's right. But, but what I'm saying is, because of men like Curry, we've grown up in the faith, and who knows? I mean, I mean, maybe maybe out of his lineage of sharing the gospel, maybe the next Billy Graham, the next, the next Jonathan Edwards comes out of that lineage. But it, it it's, it's useless without people like that. And like I said, I know that's on the fly. I'm not trying to go ahead and just sling it out there that way. But but uh, it was a thought that I had when I was introducing him. And I, I right now, I want to thank him for, for being one of these men. That's well, right. that's nice of you to say. Uh, appreciate that. Yeah, that's the type of, type of man that uh, all of us should strive to be because you don't know who. That's right. The next one is our job is to take the gospel to them. Uh, before we go too much further, we might as well introduce ourselves. I was about to go there. So this is the Sasquatch, and introducing the Yeti, the man, the myth, the, the cooler. cooler. That's right. <laughs> We're probably going to get sued from Yeti one day for yeah, using that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we'll know that we've made it at that point. Yeah, yeah. that's right. <laughs> And Stay I'm happy squatchy. to be here. I am excited to be here. I've watched, listened to you guys since you started. Yeah. And stayed, and I've put my little two cents in there uh, every now and then on Facebook or on. Uh... Mom, we're recording a podcast. <laughs> and she missed her big break. That's great. <laughs> Turn this down in case she calls back. So what do you do? Just edit that out? No, that'll probably stay. Oh, okay. Very good. <laughs> uh, this is an example of flawed men being flawed. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's right. right. That's right. But for the grace of God. I don't even know if that one would be worth a shout out. We always tell people if you like our Facebook page or comment or do something like that, we'll give you a shout out. But your mom just flat out called in. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we missed a big opportunity to have our first call in. Yeah, maybe y'all should start doing that. That'd be awesome. Okay, so there again, I'm the Sasquatch. We've got the Yeti. And today we have Curry, who is uh, a guy that we've known for how many years now? Uh, going on seven, maybe. Eight? Yeah, since seven. About probably about eight years. I, I knew say. about a year before he did. Mm-hmm. But y'all two have been closer than than we have. Y'all two have really kind of 
clicked off. I, I think it has to do with the appreciation of the movie Dumb and Dumber. Probably. <laughs> Not just Dumb and Dumber, but you've got Sling Blade. Sling Blade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and let us not forget Christmas vacation. That's right. <laughs> Curry is the gift that keeps on giving the whole year. That's right. Clark. <laughs> and I got something for you guys. I wanted to... Uh, I Down in Florida where I live, I am the... Me and my wife are with the college and career. And, of course, we've been all going through this COVID-19 thing. So I wanted to do special something special for them to kind of remind him how God bought us through this. And I bought a couple for you guys. These are special, what do you call these things? Uh, bracelets? Bracelets. Well, they're called they're silicone bracelets. Yeah. But read what they say. <clears throat> it says COVID, no, what it says, uh, the Lord, look on the other side. Yeah. COVID-19, The Lord was our help yeah. and yeah. our shield, a psalm. 33, 20, 20, and CV-19-2020. So I wanted to remind them, who bought us through the COVID-19? And it wasn't the the federal government. That's right. No, no, no. Speaking of which, did you see where, uh, was it Cuomo? Yeah. Uh, Cuomo, is he? Cuomo's the governor of New New York. York. I get the mayor and governor a little mixed up. So the governor of New York said, it wasn't God who got us through this. It was us. It was him. Yes, and, it was. And, and uh, I think I think they're still struggling with it. Yeah, of course they are. Yeah. But according to Psalm 33, when David wrote that, whatever he was going through, he said, the Lord is our help and our shield. And I just kind of changed it to say, the Lord was our help and our shield because he bought us through it. So. That's just something I wanted to bring you guys. I don't That's know if you wear them or not. He knew. No, well, we, look, look, look. I don't think it y'all can't your, see this. <laughs> it can't fit hard but, onto your wrist. But I can yeah, get it. They don't do too good I on Bigfoot wrists. Yeah, when you're Bigfoot, give it you to know. give it to your wife. But we will. Um, <clears throat> we ought to put it somewhere. Maybe we'll just hang it up it. in the Bigfoot den. There yeah, you go. Yeah. Maybe there that's what we'll call our studio and appreciate it. That's nice. I think. I think. One of the things we've tried to do, um, other than just fuss, you know, we do a lot of that. But other than just, fuss, is try to be encouraging in that, uh-huh. and 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 let people know that God is sovereign; He's in control, and we're 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 along for the ride, and right. not to be feared. That that's why our our call out we we just started that is God hasn't given us a spirit of fear. Uh huh. So that's right. So <clears throat> let's let's get started. Uh, Curry, you were born in 1962. I will be 58 this year. What it sing it because I know you know it. Is he stopped loving her today? I don't remember that song. Isn't that's it? right? In 1962, <laughs> I, had okay. I never heard that yeah, one. Every yeah, single yeah. I love you. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so it's official. He's old. Uh, yeah, I'll be 58 this year. <laughs> <laughs> um, he was saved in 1974 at 12. Yeah, when I was 12 years old, my dad oh. led me to the Lord. And at 15, and this is one of the reasons we wanted to have him up here, because at 15, he went into the mission field to Mexico and Ecuador and spent two years. With my parents. With his parents. And then from there, went back to Ecuador. Correct. When I was married and had three kids. 
1990. For seven years. For seven years. And helped plant a church. Three churches. Three churches in Ecuador. And we've actually met uh, one mm. of the pastors. Going uh, strong you still. his name? Or? Patricio, yeah. Yeah, who is... He doesn't hardly speak English. I don't hardly speak Spanish. And yet, every time we get together, man, we laugh. Yeah, he's I a good mean, guy. He's got such a good sense of humor. And they're going just, through it right now too with the COVID. They are. You talk about strict uh, down there where he is in Ecuador. They 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 got police on the streets. If you're out and about, they'll grab you. Really, and make wow. you go home. Yeah. So now, he's, they've been struggling. Is That's is crazy. the virus any worse there? Uh, well. Evidently, it's just as bad as what I'm, I've been talking to him uh, a little bit, but I don't think it's any worse than it is here. But yeah, but they've been struggling. They're they're getting ready. He just told me uh, they're going to have to start meeting like almost in secret because mm. church is really yeah because the uh, state saying nope can't open up yet. And oh and gosh. one of the things you were saying in passing earlier is that they don't have the ability to do online services no. or. The ability to do online like services they do he's been doing it online okay matter of okay. fact he's very good with that with facebook and stuff like that but not for offerings you can't you can't give mm, on paypal no. or right. anything missionary for nine years in south america mm-hmm. he is a church planner and the the part of that in fact he he helped us plant the church that mm-hmm. uh we're all founding members of but he was one of the founding pastors that's right and uh now i am a pastor out here i um had the great honor of actually what is it called when you don't get paid to do a job an intern uh, so i actually <laughs> uh had the great honor of being an intern and then uh coming up as pastor yeah and so he moved to is it okay to say well you've already said it so in florida yeah he moved to florida to help disciple disciple a group of men and like i said just just an amazing Person of Christ, person of Christ. That makes it sound like I'm yep. politically correct. Yeah, man you of are. Christ, um, and a man that, that that seeks to put God's uh, uh, glory at the forefront. Or well, you're too kind, but thank you. And so, now that we've got that out of the way, let's start. Let's start with a little bit of life story. Now, at 15, you go to. Ecuador. Ecuador first. Actually, Mexico. Okay. Language school for my parents. Okay. And that was tough. 15-year-old back in the 70s. Uh, and it was just tough. Because you grew up here in the States, and all of a sudden, in the middle of your teenage years, you go to a different culture. That's So yeah. I didn't react very well. After one year there, we went to Ecuador. My, when my parents were starting churches. And I only stayed down there a year and came back because I just couldn't. I would just, it was just rough on me. So I came back. That to, made you 17? I was back? probably, yeah, 17, okay. I guess. Mm. 79. So, yeah, 17. Or I was getting ready to turn 17. And stayed with my pastor in Virginia. And from there, went to Bible college. And you went to Bible college, got a degree in. Bachelor of Science and Theology. Okay, and then uh, how long was it? How long was it from graduation uh, to going back? To Eighty-five, uh, five years. Five years. Yep. Okay. What? What made you go back? I mean, I mean, if you, if you didn't like it to begin with, what made you go back? 
Well, um, I grew up and matured for one thing. Okay. And then originally I was, I was wanting to go to Mali, Africa. Mali, Africa. Yeah. Hmm. And deal and help with the Muslims. And, but then I got to talking with one of my, uh, well, it was God, of course. Um, my pastor where I was at the time, he says, you already know the Spanish language, you know, the culture. And the Ecuadorian culture, and your parents need help. Why don't you go down there? Yeah, yeah. And God began to move, and that's when we went back. I was able to jump right in, and with the culture and the Spanish and everything. So, so whenever you left and came back as a teenager, your parents were still in Ecuador. They were still there for another year. I came back from my junior and senior year of high school. Wow. Yeah. So two years. Well, they came back. My senior year, so I was with him out with him for a year. So we we we've had the great privilege of actually meeting Mr. Joe and and uh, yeah and uh, Miss Sylvia Miss Sylvia. Look, man, that they are the funniest people. Thirty five years they were down there. I went in. Wow. I was doing some work. Actually, it was on your house. Mm-hmm. Doing some work on your house. Walked in and it smelled like cookies. And it always like, smells like yeah, cookies. Yeah, she's there. like, "Do you want some cookies?" I mean, I mean, just the the greatest hospitality. Yeah. And, and so, one of my questions is: from the time you were saved to um, while you're while you're serving in missions with your father um, and mother, but but primarily, I, I want to say father. How was it having a father who was dedicated to Christ in that way? That that raised you and and kind of formed you as a person. I mean, it makes all the difference in the world when you're with uh, godly parents. Through my dad got saved probably when I was seven or eight, and then from then on it was just all out toward the mission field. He got saved one, and the next year he was in Bible college, and within a few years he's in the mission field. So, of course, that had a big, uh, you know, deal in our life. But when you have godly parents, it points you to Jesus, you know. So at, at seven, were you able to see the change in his life? No, looking back, um, and he no because he was a deacon at a at a Southern Baptist church in Virginia when he got. When he got saved, he was the treasurer of the church. I got you. So he was one of those stories. Oh, yeah. Was. When he realized, it, it, he he told me he he was a, de- a treasurer at a church there in, in Richmond where we lived, and over 25 cents, people were going crazy. They lost 25 cents. He said, oh, I'm out of here. Yeah. And yeah, that's well. when he just found this other church that was preaching the gospel, and he heard it. It just affected him and my mom. It's amazing what the, the yeah. word of God will do. You know, mm-hmm. and, and that's one thing, you know, uh, I understand. I, and, and you too, as a, as a as someone who's been a church planner and a, and a pastor, you understand the 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 need or the, the desire to do things to see a church grow. But Paul, Paul was clear when he says, it's the word of God uh-huh. that is the power. Yeah. Not 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 gimmicks. Not yeah. Now now that doesn't mean that we that gives us a right to be a jerk and start right. just running people off. But it does it does remind us that God is sovereign and it is worded its power. 
Yeah, and the so, gospel made all the difference. Yeah. And, and so, when he realized that he, my mom first got, she went down forward at an altar call one time, and then he thought, well, she must be going down to pray. And after when she said, no, I got saved, he immediately said, well, she ain't saved, I ain't saved. <laughs> <laughs> and the next day he went back to the church and he got saved. He got saved. That's amazing. That's awesome. And within man. a year, he's in Bible college. And then within a few years few after years, that, he's, he's, in, he's off into the mission yeah. field. Yeah. He didn't waste any started, time. No, well, no, not at all. And then started, I forgot how many churches, probably over 10. I think 13. Uh, you need to have him in one day, talk to him. He's got a story yeah. that would just blow you away, what, everything that went on down there. What? So your father, he, he goes to Bible college, he goes to the mission field, and he starts planting churches down in South America, uh, primarily Ecuador. Yep. While in Ecuador, the gospel's spreading, I'm assuming, uh-huh. if he's planting churches. And, and people are... are, are are being saved. What you, about what year did you come back? If you don't remember the exact year, the year I came back when I as after a teenager. Um, or no, no, the no, second no. time. The second time. Ninety seven. Ninety seven. August of ninety seven. So you're seeing people get saved. You're seeing the gospel work in people's lives. You're seeing all this amazing stuff, and then you come back to the states. Uh huh. What was that? Oh, night and day. Yeah. <laughs> Although we we started another church in South Florida. Okay. And um, with Hispanic population. Okay, okay. And I didn't know that. So, you know, we got it going. And then other things came along. We got out of the ministry. But it's still going, that church, those churches yeah. down in Ecuador are still going. So, and when me and you met, God had put it on my heart to church plant when me and you met. I had no idea what that meant. I had no idea what it looked like. In fact, when I first come across church planting, I was adamant that this is this is bad like when i heard church planning you know because when i when i I was introduced to church planning it was well you have to be the cowboy church or the motorcycle church you have to be you have to be the rich church or the poor church you have to be yeah there had to be a gimmick it couldn't be christ it had to be who was telling you that uh southern baptist really yeah i mean it was very um pragmatic it was very a a very pragmatic way of church planning that was based off of you attract these people by being these people. Oh, okay. so, so the idea, I think, biblically, their thought process was uh, Paul saying, I become this to this, you know, I become oh, okay. a Roman to the Romans, a Jew to the Jews. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I think that was their thought process. But getting lost in that was now we're making a cult. Right. Not, not, not maybe cult's too strong of a word, but we're making a, a group that is based around motorcycles, but it also has Jesus. Right. And uh, huh. that seems seeker sensitive. It, it, no, very, very. I mean, that was That's that was the was? time. Yeah, very seeker sensitive. I mean, that was the time Rick Warren's purpose driven church Going had crazy. come out and and was you know you couldn't yeah they were hard to find in the, the in fact when I was in uh, seminary at Liberty that was one of the the things that that we had to write a report on. It was MacArthur's Fool's Gold. Compared to Rick Warren, really? Yeah, and uh, I was the bad guy in that. Which I was, way I was, was Liberty the leaning? The professor uh, really was kind of middle of the road. Oh, okay. He 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 saw he saw benefit to both, uh-huh. and where I leaned more towards the Fool's Gold book right. and and thought that some very good. 
I've always had that. It has to be Christ. It has to be the Word. When I say sola scriptura, son, I mean it. And uh, well, they don't, and so much seeker sensitive. No, 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 no. It's 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 scripture and whatever gets them in the door. And yeah, exactly. So so you come to the, my my county. I'm going to own it. All right. There you go. So you come to my county, and you say, in this county, there's a dude out there giving the gospel. He is preaching the gospel. And that's a mutual friend of ours. When we got here, we thought my pastor down in South Florida said, you're going to go up there and the churches are going to be all dead. We thought, I don't know. Okay. He didn't tell the half of it. (laughs) (laughs) And then when we got into churches and we saw, man, what is it? And then my wife, for whatever reason, went to the church where we all met and heard the pastor preach and she she went up to him after and said, Do you preach like that every Sunday? He she said he said yes. <laughs> and then we were that's where we were from then on. Yeah. Um the sentiment and, and this is part of what we want to do as as rural guys, right? Point out the fact that that when you're in a place like rural south, uh-huh. The everybody's Bible saved. Belt. Everybody's saved. And what do I need the gospel for exactly. when I was saved at four? I'll give you an example. We're at the church we were at, when we first got here, I was teaching a Sunday school class. And one of the things we would do, I would have an icebreaker. You know how you go around talking to everybody. Mm-hmm. And I would say, ask uh, that particular Sunday, give me your name and when you were saved. Going around and the elderly lady right here said, my name is blah, blah, blah. And I was saved this day. Went around the room, got to the other side of the room where her daughter was, and she said, my name is, and she looked at her mama and said, mama, when did I get saved? She said, oh, honey, you've been saved all your life. Mm. And when I saw that, I thought, you know, it's just like what you just said. Yeah. They, they don't need the gospel because they've been saved all their life, suppose, and, and just nobody, because they go to church. And nobody has told them, the gospel saved you. But the gospel is what sustains you. And it is the word you. of Christ. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it it feeds you. It so, anyways, not not to harp on anybody, uh, but so so you come to a church that's preaching the gospel. Well, the now, pastor. I come is. back. Yeah, so I come back, and it's my home church. Yeah, it's yeah. where I grew up, and things have changed. Uh, but I already knew the pastor from before I before I left. To go, I, I left because of work. Yeah. Um, and then when I came back, um, when you got married, isn't it? right when you got came back, and got married. Yeah, I got I got married shortly after I got back, and he's over there just preaching the gospel. And I, I knew he would because yeah. when I left, he was preaching the gospel. Mm-hmm. But a lot of things have changed, and to make a long story short, a handful of us uh, went and decided we're going to plant another church. Yeah. And it was you, uh, and and two other guys, uh-huh. and then I was there. I didn't even have the official title intern then. I was just no, uh-uh. I was just there hanging around and 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 being a groupie. Or then you introduced groupie ain't Yeti, the right word, a roadie, a roadie. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. more of a roadie. Groupie, groupie has then a, you introduced Yeti. Yep, yep. I got Yeti on board with us because uh, I was in one of those uh, dead churches. That they talked about where people have been saved all of their lives. Uh-huh. So you talking about yeah. making somebody mad? 
I have made this dude mad so many times. Who? It, Yeti? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, he doesn't I mean, even have to try anymore. Yeah, yeah, now I, I just, just do it out of instinct. <laughs> but back then, we'd be talking, and he'd say, well, blah, 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 blah. And he'd give you some of that that yeah. that, that, that church knees that came out of growing up in this area. Right. And and I would say, why? Yeah. And he'd go, well, da, 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 my granddaddy or, or you know, yeah. not, not. And I'd say, no, 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 why? Where does it say that in the Bible? He'd get so frustrated with me. Yeah. I mean, the Bible? Who uses that? Uh, yeah, I, I, let me it tell just you. sits on the pulpit. Open. <laughs> Yeti, you were a pleasure to be around because you were so always wanting to learn. Hungry. Well, and, and you just soaked it in like a sponge. Well, so whenever what you've been taught all your life, you get that questioned. And then you start to question it yourself. And then at that point, you come to the realization of wanting to know not only what you believe, but why you believe it so that what you believe you have a firmer grasp on. That's right. And that's uh, where the Holy Spirit was working on me at. Well, but at your age, you were, what, mid-20s or whatever. That's rare. A long, long time ago. Yeah. That's rare to want to, I mean, you're setting your ways. Yeah. But that's when, you know, the Holy Spirit got a hold of you and the gospel got a hold of you. Mm-hmm. And these That's fun to watch. And and this this whole situation, too, where the gospel was going out and affecting lives in this particular church, people were doing church outside of the church walls, which was something foreign around <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, exactly. It is. So, yeah, that's something that you've brought up in the past that I think is very interesting. Because I grew up, my 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 mother's father was a pastor, and I mean not not I don't mean like oh yeah he was a pastor. This man loved Jesus and I mean, loved him dearly. Uh-huh. So I got I was raised seeing that and being and having that in my life. And then he says these people are doing church outside of the building, mm-hmm. and I was like. What does of that mean? What does that mean? We are the yeah. church, yeah. And, and when he said, and then he explained it to me, basically that, uh, and I've seen it. I've seen it. You'll be in church. Say it's the, the sermon's over. Everybody's kind of getting out of the church. You and you go to speak to them, and you say something kind of spiritual, and they get kind of awkward and kind of, mm. oh, well, I don't know, about <laughs> oh, and and I think that's what you were yeah, talking about. Exactly. It, it is. It is. And this brings us into the next. The next direction and that's discipleship yeah many of us uh i believe i I think there are more people out there saved than we know and there's a lot of people who think they're saved who are lost oh lost and and there's a lot of this the tear and the wheat going on around here it's it's horrifying because we don't know the difference you know at one time i was saved but outside looking in you'd be like wondering he needs some prayer. He needs. He needs Christ. He needs to be saved. You know, I lived that that period of rebellion, but God brought me back. You know, and, yeah. and so I think there's a lot of us like that. I think there are a lot of people who who legitimately had their heart changed for Christ, but have never been discipled. And so because of that, hold hold on. Okay, sorry about that. Somebody was outside blowing the horn. And we're like, what in the world's going on? So so discipleship is is very important. Well, thank you, 
Um, they must be a fan. <laughs> Honk if you love Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Um, so that, that, there again, that brings us towards discipleship. When you decided that, that God was calling you back to Florida, mm-hmm. it was to disciple. Well, what happened was the pastor where we all were serving, he was so big on discipling your kids, especially the fathers, saying you must disciple your kids and make sure they're brought up knowing the gospel and accepting the gospel. Well, there had some things happened in my life, or the reason I got out of the ministry uh, years ago. It was during a time when my kids weren't, were, and they were coming into their teenage years, and it was a rough time. And I did not spend the time to properly disciple them. No, well, now they're all married and they got their own kids. And I just felt passionate about going back and discipling them. And that's what I'm doing now. Plus, my wife's family's down there. Her mom was dying at the time, so we went back down. And um, so that's what we're doing now. We're discipling. We're with the with the, my son, two son-in-laws, and my two daughters, and their, of course their husbands. So there's six of them. And we're right now we're going through that book, um, um, The Disciple. What is it? Anyway, I'll think about it in a minute. But it's a, we're just going through this. I want to just want to make sure that they are knowing, be disciples so they can disciple their kids. And plus at the church now, we're doing, uh, got two other kids that I'm discipling also. Well, and, and you have grandkids at this point. Yeah. By these guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so how old's your oldest? 10. So, I mean, they're at that age yes. to where the gospel is starting to, to, to penetrate their heart. Uh, um, they, they're going to need discipleship. There's three of them. I've been praying this year. They're old enough. that That's one of my goals this year, to hopefully they'll come to Christ. And so you being faithful to your sons and daughters mm-hmm. as well, because you're, you're – Yeah. It's partly their uh, – your son-in-law. Two of them. Two, two son-in-laws. And so – uh, you're discipling the whole crowd, and, and part of that will be, hopefully, God willing, and, and we'll continue to pray for it, that that there'll be a legacy there yeah, because of your faithfulness to Christ and discipling them now, that they'll be able to properly disciple oh. your grandchildren so that they can go forth and 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 and. Uh, have kids and 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 exactly you know that's why we're doing it it's the 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 work the stuff we're using right now is the spiritual disciplines of the christian life that's what it is well i tell you what too you guys are walking through that for discipleship yep okay that was the name of it i'm sorry spiritual disciplines of the christian life douglas whitney i think is his name yeah that's a good one it changed the way i do my devotions yeah Mm -hmm. it's unbelievable i don't know how i didn't see this before that's a great. Why y'all thinking about using that here? Um, I no, not right now. But it's deep have, stuff, though. As it's good we, stuff. Uh, I've read it. I know the other guys have read it. I mean, it, it's something that that oh, floats around our, our it's people. Unbelievable. It's on my shelf right now, and right now it's also for looks because I haven't read it yet. It's but a good book. <laughs> it's uh, it's in the to read list, and they got a study guide that goes with it. Oh, cool. That's what we're using. I, I haven't uh, looked at the study guide, but. The book itself is 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 a good book. Um, 
while we're making suggestion on books, I'm, I'm sitting here looking at them. Uh, my <laughs> utmost for his highest mm-hmm. is the one that we're actually walking through as a church. I've never used that. I've heard that all my life. I probably no. read it in the back. I think because I it think is. they have a year long. Uh huh. Yeah. It's 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 a year's yeah. worth. It's uh, every but day. That's that's gonna. I will use that if I ever get that book. I will use it to start for next year. It's good. Um, you know our other, my co-pastor. He's the one that he's got an old book. I mean the bind, yeah. the, the 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 spines broke off of it and everything I've where he's it. used it so much and and uh, it was his idea to start. You you know since we, the whole COVID thing was going on, he said let's let's do a devotional every day using uh, my utmost for his highest. And I said, okay, that sounds good. And it was the first time that I've I've actually gone through it. And Where are y'all doing that? Uh, online? It's on the private page. Oh, it's on the wow. private page. And so... Uh, y'all big time now. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's Regular awesome. old T.D. Jakes and uh, <laughs> Creflo Dollar Son. <laughs> uh, so, so, you know... And what one thing I like about it, you know, where where uh, uh, the discipline book is is really it's based on disciplines that Christians ought to have and work through. And when you read it, it's it's almost common sense, but at the same time, you're like, I am not doing that at all. Why am I not doing this? And then with utmost for his highest, my utmost for his highest, it is very just Christ. Christ, right. uh-huh. Christ. It's yeah. it's it's always focused on Jesus, and and man, it goes back to what we we're talking about. It's the gospel yeah. that sustains us. It's the gospel that feeds us. And you what know? is discipleship anyway? The word means to be a follower. Um, you sit at the it's, feet. It's when you follow Jesus around the desert for that's right. three years. That's right. <laughs> it's sitting at the feet of your master. That's right. And that's what we're doing. We and 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 the thing about this book, the uh, my, spiritual discipline of the Christian life, he is emphatic when he says each one of those disciplines. For instance, Bible intake, prayer, worship, fasting, journaling, uh, silence, and solitude. Each one of those are not an end of itself. It is a means. And what it is, he uses the example. It's like Zacchaeus um, when he couldn't see. Zacchaeus was a Yeti, wee little you, man. Remember I, that? I was about yeah, to say for sure. Yeti, did you have a hard time not not singing that song yeah, when he said exactly. it? It was in my head. I was. It was Zacchaeus, it. and what did he do? He went around and got up in the sycamore tree so that he could put himself in Christ's path. And that's exactly what he says. Those disciplines are. Yeah. Put yourself in the path to meet with Christ yeah. on a daily basis, and it's I, awesome. I, it, it, correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm there here again. I'm shooting off the hip, and that's dangerous, but. When we talk about discipleship and, and 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 studying at the foot of the master, you're not making yourself the master. That's right. You're helping other people be able to 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 get to the feet of the master so that they can study from him. Mm-hmm. You you're you're not trying to play the role of the master. You're trying to point those people so that they can see the master better. That's right. You want to put them in the path where they can meet the master, and um. And because when they sit at the feet of Christ, they're going their lives are going to be changed. And it's that simple. Because he's gonna they're either going to reject it or accept it. And if they accept it, then their lives are going to be changed. And that's the passion I have right now. Because my wife and I are both within the next few years, we're probably going to be moving back up here. 
Bum, bum, bum. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so probably, and plus my parents are getting up in age, and um, but we're not ready to move back yet. But we before we do, um, I want to make sure my kids are ready and that they are ready to, and they are discipling their own kids. So my next question is, what are the downs of discipling? Uh, I guess if they don't, if they don't get it or they, or they don't live it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, because you're, you're pouring, you're pouring you're your pouring heart your into this. Yeah. Uh, I got another kid that I'm discipling. He's just fresh out of high school. He's in, he's in college, but um, he's fresh out of high school and, and you can just see it. Sometimes he gets it. Sometimes he doesn't. And sometimes he's there and sometimes he isn't. And I got, but I got another kid who's just on fire Yeah. and he's a 22. Matter of fact, I'll just give you an example. He's a, uh, he's 22 and he's African-American and he works at Chick-fil-A down there. And he said last week after we finished with our college and career, because I'm also head up the college and career at the church where we're at. He said, I got a prayer request. He said, I've got um, some guys that I'm, that I work with who are caught up in the black lives matter. And mm-hmm. I thought, Oh boy, where's he going with this? Mm-hmm. And he said, help me. Please pray that I will be able to present the gospel to them so that they'll see Jesus. That's right. Oh, that's that's awesome. That, oh, man, that just tore me up. And I, and I had to text him. And I said, man, you are teaching me more than I'm teaching you. When this is over I love with, your heart. When this is over with, give us his name, and we'll be praying with him as All well. Right. Yeah, he's a, uh, he's a great guy. I've, I've, seen, I've seen it um, where I was discipling some guys um, – on a military base. I was working on a military base and, and they actually lived, uh, in the town. I now I lived close enough to town. I didn't have to stay with them, but at the end of the, throughout the day had a wonderful boss, man. He was like, look, if I'll pay you to share the gospel with these guys. What? Right. So my pay job, you to do yeah, it. Yeah. So my job was, Can't now, beat that? I had, yeah, I had sure. to, now I had to work, but, Nobody got on me if I was in the bathroom. We're putting tile up. So right. just for clarification, <laughs> yeah. we're, 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 we're setting tile in a bathroom. And if I was in that bathroom with the other guy sharing the gospel with him, nobody nobody cared, right? Uh-huh. And so that was, that was a wonderful opportunity yeah. that I had. And when they went home, I mean, I, I, I stayed next. Uh, they stayed next to a drill sergeant. And one day he's, he comes to me and he's like, He's like, man, I hear what you're saying. He said, but I don't understand what God's purpose is in my life. Mm-hmm. And he's crying. He's huh. crying. This is this is a this is a guy whose job is to make other men cry. This is a drill sergeant. Yeah, yeah. And and I'm over there trying to explain to him your your job's to bring glory to God, man. I, I don't. I, but he wanted he wanted right turn, left turn, oh, three miles. He wanted away. the steps. Yeah, yeah. And and I didn't know what to give him there, but. And I was trying to just get it. You you need to start bringing glory to God. That's that's what He's created you for, right? And as a drill sergeant, can you imagine a Christian drill sergeant? What he could do? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure there's some limitations. I mean, but I imagine uh, he'd have a lot of influence on these guys. But anyways, when I left, I was I had a I I kept in real close contact with another guy, and he was telling me, you know, so and so started doing this again, and so and so. So when I left. I, you know, 
anybody who knows me, I'm a strong presence who will force my way into certain situations. Yeah. And I will, if, if we've made a con, a, a, a compact or, or, or a contract of type to where, uh, you've allowed me to, to have that, uh, um, Lord have mercy. I've, I've done lost my mind. Um, accountability. Would uh-huh, you? Uh-huh. You're going to have it. Right. And right. so whether you want it or not. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm, I'm that way too. And that's, that's gotta be the downside because if you don't see immediate results. Yeah. Well, these tough. guys were doing good while I was there. Yeah. Right. And I thought they, I thought they would continue once I left. And once I left though, man, they, they, a lot of them slip uh, back, and I, I don't know where the, any of them are now, really. But they didn't have that influence anymore. Yeah, that, that daily um, accountability. Yeah, and that that was tough on me finding out that uh, one of them had gone back to prison. One oh, of them was oh, back wow. on drugs. Yeah, and and it just broke my heart when I found that out later. I mean, like four or five years later. Well, it's our job to bring them to Jesus, and if. It's you know if either he's calling them or they don't and they, well they don't accept it so it's our and, job to be faithful. And on the reverse side of that, right? There's the glories of of pouring your life mm-hmm. into another person's life and seeing them connect with Christ, understand the gospel, and begin to disciple and preach on their own. Yeah. And, and that's that's the turnaround, and, or the the other side of that coin. And I, um, I reckon personal question: Are are you seeing that now, and in, in what you're doing in down there? Well, yeah. <clears throat> with the one kid, he was already. He came up to me one day. The the uh, the black kid I was just telling you about. He came up to me one day and said, "Hey, would you disciple me?" And I'm, after I've been with this guy, I'm thinking he's already pretty solid. So it's. With my kids, I've seen it. You guys know about my one of my kids who was she was having a tough time with her marriage. It's the best I've seen it ever. Oh, good! And good. they are doing wonderful. He's starting to take control of um, his family life, and she she's just getting a hold of God. The kids are being discipled, so yeah, it's it's been good. Yeah, that in that aspect. Yeah, yeah. What are what are uh, have you have you tried discipling anyone who started off going, yeah, I want to be discipled, and then as you're going through the discipling process, they um, try to back out. I'm sure there has been in the past. I don't think I can't think of anyone off. Maybe when we were uh, in Ecuador when we were starting there, there's mm-hmm. a few, and. Yeah, yeah, well, gun ho, gun ho, and you know, after a while, it's it's like the the the, uh, the seeds, right? That the, th- mm-hmm. the sower throws out. Some of them fall on good ground. Some, well, of them you know, there's don't. there's there's a couple of guys around here that 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 we all know mm-hmm. who I don't care how much gospel they're getting, they show up, but it just doesn't seem to sink in. Yeah, and you're praying for them, and you're 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 wanting to do discipleship, and a handful of guys have tried to pick up discipleship with them, and it seems to start off well, but then it tapers down, and it, it's it's and then the question becomes, how long do you stay with them? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they've got to want it, and if they yeah. don't want to grow, then you're banging your hip against the wall. I think it was Mark Dever. 
I was I was watching a thing nine uh, the nine, the nine marks. marks yeah, and uh, he was he was saying, you know, you have to you have to choose who you're going to disciple. Yeah. And I'm sitting there thinking, yeah, if you're if you're well known, <laughs> 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 right? Yeah. Everybody's coming up to you tomorrow. Oh, look, yeah, yeah. Here's mm-hmm. here's Mark. I want to. He, he's got this whole program nine marks, you know. And, and, but, but but for guys like us, um, to where you may only have a church of fifty. I mean, at, at a, if you got an active hundred member roster on your roster, that ain't the right word, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, in your church, I mean, that's a big church around around here. Yeah. And so, you know, these guys aren't actively looking out. No. Most of them. Now, every now and again, you get like your your buddy down there in Florida, who's Hey, will you decide? That's a different that's, that's culture rare. down there. I mean, that's something that I'm interested in, in understanding better. Like, like, well, in my mind, you say it's a different culture, but with with in in Florida, I think of it being more pagan. So, oh, especially South Florida. Uh-huh. And here's the thing, too: down there, they know they're pagan, and they don't care, and they'll tell you they are. The guys I'm talking to at work. Um, you can talk to them, and they don't care how bad they are, or how what they do, or how they do it, or they just say, "I don't, I don't need Jesus." Period. Up here, everyone says, "I've already got Jesus." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Uh huh. Down there, they know they're they're sinners and heathens. So, so that whenever the the conversion happens, yeah, it's, it's a more it's a dramatic. Yeah, like, yeah, it can be. Um. Now you've got, and we're talking about South Florida in particular. Now up in North Florida, where um, it's a little bit different, um, but in South Florida, you got Miami, you got Fort Lauderdale, West Palm. It's just pagan city. Okay, and, you know, you can, of course you got millions of people down there too. So yeah, it's just crazy. But the mission field is big down there, and and when we came up here ten years ago, we didn't think there'd be a mission field up here either. Yeah. Yeah. And I, to to me personally, it's harder up here because you, you, people don't see their need. I I, yeah. I, I believe it. Oh. People don't <laughs> yeah. see their need. I, I think. Well, and until you see that you're a sinner, you can't convert them. Yeah, I think one of the the most successful, and this doesn't work on everybody. A lot of people it it, it puts off, but the most successful way to to reach a lot of people around here. Is with just just start asking them questions mm-hmm. and making them answer them, and a lot of times they get aggra- ag- aggravated with you because they can't answer the question, right? Yeah, they do. <laughs> and so, <laughs> what'd you say? I said, yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but uh, you know, it it is. It's 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 a mission field, man. Yeah, it uh, really is. And, and and it's it's the church that we started here is so needed. Yeah. That and everybody says another church because you got one on every corner, but they're mm-hmm. all dead. I mean, literally, we we are Not all right of them. next I, I to another that. church. Yeah, I mean, now that just happens to be the building that we purchased. Right, I mean, right. But and it's like you said, if you can engage people in conversation to ask questions where they will answer and seek to do so honestly. Yeah. But the problem is that whenever you start having these conversations, you've got people just speaking church language or 
Christianese mm-hmm. and stuff. And then whenever it gets too real, that's whenever you see the heavy breathing, the agitation, the let's change the subject. Talk like, about yeah, the weather. Let, let's <laughs> well, just get out of here. So we're, Well, we're I'll see you later. It's good talking facility. to you. <laughs> yeah. And don't do that to be nice. You know what I mean? Because uh-huh. yeah. you're, you're still in the South here. Everybody, you know, how you doing, Suge, and all this type of stuff. Mm-hmm. We ain't, Bless your heart. That's right. That's right. Well, I ain't going to talk to you. You're going to try to get me all riled up and lose my religion. So we'll just have to agree to disagree. Bless agree your heart. Agree to disagree. Oh, I'm so, I, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. You heard that a lot, I guess. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, like, I, 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 I. This is my interpretation of that statement. I'm wrong, but I really don't want to say it, and I don't know how to prove my point. So I'm just going to have to tell you to to, to go away because I'm tired of I'm tired of dealing with you. And so <laughs> yeah, uh, we yeah. talked to a guy. He um we did some work at a drug rehab facility. We were talking to him, and he was also working there, and he has a more Pentecostal lean to him, and he wanted to talk about uh he wanted to talk more. It was self-centered. Uh-huh. It was very churchy's language. I just, I got done with him. And, and I said, I said, look, man, the gospel, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And by the time we got done with that conversation, he was crying. Really? A lot of his arguments and his, his presentation was very emotion-driven. Yeah. Too. Yeah. More so than Bible. Yeah. Uh, and so of course. We, we started quoting scripture and pointing towards Jesus. And that, I mean, in my mind, that's the way you do it around here. You you have to point towards Jesus. They'll see, they'll see that they're not in relationship with Christ. Yeah. And, uh, but in every situation is different. You start trying to make it into a formula. Yeah. You know, you may have a good formula or a bad formula, but All right. uh, if you can read people and kind of go, go off of it. I tell you what, we're about out of time for this week. That's pretty much well flew by. Wow, it did. Um, uh, have we got any? Have we got any uh, shout outs? Yeah, we've actually got uh, a couple of new Facebook likes here. We're gonna give a shout out to uh, Zoila Brock. I'm sorry if I'm butchering your name. Um, Ryan Chambers and Michelle Bradshaw. All right. So for all those who have liked our Facebook page, here you go. I've had that one a few times. We let it go twice since there were never so many of them. Gosh, I love that. That's, nice. <laughs> That's awesome. So, um, speaking of which, follow us on Facebook, comment, uh, subscribe, all that kind of stuff. We also have the Instagram. There again, I'm sorry, our Facebook page website we have not done anything to it. We have got um, it, but that's about we've it. Got it, and and so. We're trying to get better with it. Uh, you're looking at a couple rednecks who are trying to to catch up on social media stuff. So the the we apologize, but uh, you can follow us. Where else? Gmail. We got a Gmail account if you want to uh, contact us through that way. And there again, give us if you have anything to pray for. Let us know. We want to pray for you. We want to be able to do that for you. That's the greatest thing that we can do especially considering that we don't know the bulk of you personally. So uh, you let us know what we can pray for you about, and we'll do it. Uh, that's a promise. That's a guarantee. We're not just going to sit there and say it. So let's sign up. All right. Well, until next time, remember, 
Uh, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but one of power, love, and sound judgment. Christian, go live it. On that note, deuces. We out. <laughs>